What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network, featuring Pod of Thrones and The Shiznit. When you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. There is no middle ground. Are you ready for some Pot of Thrones? Welcome back to another episode of the Pot of Thrones. I am your king in the West, King Dino Red. And as always, I have my right-hand man, my ride or die, Lord Latone Hard. You will bend the knee. You will bend the knee. And this week, we got Missing in Action haven't seen him since the season before last because I guess he was boycotting us last season or some shit. I really don't know why we didn't see him at all last season. I would have think, thought we would have seen him at least once. But uh, we have back with us by popular demand, Sir Lamont Stewart. Here, 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 here. Huzzah and what's happening? <laughs> what's I mean, up, I can't man? Manipulate my way into your podcast. I'm not Littlefinger. Hey, man, you 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 have an open invitation. Don't pull that shit act like you need some sort of engraved invitation or something yeah man you're kind of you're kind of like a minor character like Bron. we kind of expect to see you every once in a while yeah that is cool bro i like Bron. thank you for not saying one of the sands thank you for saying (laughs) i appreciate that yeah you're like a reoccurring character on this sitcom pot of thrones exactly that's straight that is straight thanks for having me (laughs) all right uh, and now let me do my trademark bong, bong rip because I'm the wacky side character. Alright, Latone, take it. I mean, what an episode. So we might as well jump into it like Euron did from his ship. Oh, <laughs> Stormborn, season seven, episode two. And we start off with what looks like a major storm, or I couldn't be sure if that was Castlevania. But I believe it is Dragonstone in a big, rainy, thunderous night. Yeah, it was. And Varys and, Varys and Tyrion say, I remember another night like this, the night you came into this world, Daenerys. And she was like, I wish I could remember. I thought it would be more of a homecoming, but it's not much of a homecoming. Like, bitch, you there for a, a war. What you thought? We was going to have a party <laughs> with titties and dragons? He thought it was going to be a festival at Dragonstone. There's going to be some corn dogs. She thought it was Mardi Gras. She had beads and shit. Like, it's Mardi Gras. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get it cracking. Where's my gumbo? Like, no, you're here for a war. It's about business. I wonder, who wants to remember the the day they were born? Like, I thought that was a little odd. (laughs) 
What kind of memory do you have? I have none. I have none. But one thing I did find interesting about that scene was the typical, it was a dark and stormy night, was how the thing began. I thought, that was how I took it. I was was like, okay, okay, things are about to get a little, uh, you know, interesting. And that was the way it started, and that was the way it ended. Except minus the rain, but that dark in the beginning, dark in the end, I like how it all kind of came together. Yeah, that's kind of true, man. And I, I think that's because she's a villain. Even though she looks like a Disney princess, she's a villain. Can I give and you a, a theory? Oh, so go. Go ahead. Okay. Like, the Mad King. Like, he went mad. Like, maybe he wasn't just a mad person. Maybe he actually went mad, right? So, the I, I don't know how it all would tie together, but maybe somehow the power or somehow, like, she, gets, she would get caught up and she would go mad. Maybe they, you know, because that would be a turn... As hell, like if Daenerys all of a sudden went mad. Well, she's always been a little ruthless. I mean, let's not. I mean, let's not get fooled. Like she burnt, she hung, crucified the masters, and she burnt down the slave. And she's always been a little ruthless. Yeah. She's so always, imagine yeah. if you look back and juxtapose how sweet and innocent, and like, or compare her to Sansa, right? Where Sansa, she was. They kind of start off in the thing, and they were both in like prisoner roles, and they were both demure or whatever. Sansa went, you know, whatever she's doing, and this girl went the other way. Maybe she's got something inside of her that the madness yeah. is boiling. Yeah, I just think that women are crazy. But well, Daenerys also. Well, my goes theory, on the, my theory on think? the on the madness is uh, Lamont that you brought up. My theory is it's it's a um, a consequence of the of the incest. I think every 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 couple of every kid or so, you know, not like most of the kids come out fine, but then you get like one or so out of every batch that just turns out crazy. Like you had the Mad King, then you got you had the. Uh, uh, Daenerys's brother, he was crazy. Joffrey was crazy. I mean, you know, I it's I think it's the, the I think it's the incest. Man, are you sure? Because sometimes your cousins be looking good, man. <laughs> Just messing. They might look good, but that, what's that got to do? If you hit it, you go you gonna have crazy you gotta, babies. <laughs> you gotta hit it one time, at least once. Uh, Daenerys goes on to check Varys about his loyalty, and He's I gotta let agree. that go, huh? Okay, maybe it's best. Okay, keep going. <laughs> you know, Daenerys checks Varys about his loyalty, like, "Hey, you served my father, then you served Robert. How can I trust you to serve me?" Excellent points. Yeah, and I also like, but I like the way Varys came at her. I like the way he came back and was like, "You know what? I'm not here for all that bullshit. I'm not about being loyal." just as a as a blind loyal fool just because i pledge my loyalty to you like if you don't deserve my loyalty then i'm fucking taking it back and i'm gonna find another king and help him usurp you or queen or whoever like i'm all about the realm he serves the people he's like look i've been poor i've been a slave i'm not from a royal family like you guys and i'm really more about the people like he had a great quote incompetence should not be rewarded with blind loyalty which right. i agree i've told many a boss that and i got fired soon after but i <laughs> they burned you at the stake <laughs> <laughs> cut my head off yeah that's the that's that 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 was that took some some balls uh <laughs> which you know, he doesn't have which he doesn't have exactly but i like that and i had his back with that i was like yeah i mean who you know he's like my real loyalty is to the people before any king so or queen yeah the thing i like about that yeah the thing i like about that scene is that unlike sansa and john where they're like just 
fucking talk to each other. These people are having the conversations that you want to hear them having. Yeah. And, I mean, Varys basically told her, look, I've, I've been on welfare. I've had food stamps. You don't know what it's like in Flea Bottom. So don't talk to me about this loyalty crap. Like, <laughs> he's like, I've been in these streets. Yeah. Like, it's tough out here. Yeah. Did anybody mix up loyalty, loyalty, loyalty with Varys as, like, an audio gif? No, we did not. But Varys has been kind of sneaky. He did order, I mean, Robert told him to try to kill Daenerys, and he just went ahead and followed orders. So I can see why, you know, she kind of needed to to go ahead and address that. What was he supposed to do? Better than a vice president. (laughs) What was he supposed to do? (laughs) 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 I mean, what choice did he have? <laughs> he didn't have any choice. He right. said Robert was didn't want to be king. He, he was a good dude, but he didn't want to be king. He just he just wanted to chase dragons and titties. Uh, <laughs> he didn't really you know want much else. <laughs> but dragons then Red Velvet shows up, Melisandre, and she's talking about the prince or the princess that was promised, and you know talking about the prophecy. Right. And what'd you think about that? You think uh, it could be prince or princess? There's no gender in Valerian. Well, I don't. I don't speak high Valerian, so I just have to take Miss Sandy's word for it. So you'll take anything from Miss Sandy. <laughs> well, whatever she's giving out. <laughs> <laughs> she's giving out demon babies. You know that. <laughs> I mean, you know, no, we're talking about Miss Sandy, not Melisandre. <laughs> oh, we're talking, oh, we're talking about the little little cutie pie. Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but you know what I was thinking during that part. How pissed would Stannis be to know he died because of a grammar mistake? <laughs> He'd be like, "Really? Like it could have been a princess? It, it was. It didn't have to be prince." I know he'd have been all over Melisandre over that. Yeah, and and then we got some, uh, as Dino likes to say, some great exposition that Tyrion learned that Jon Snow is the king of the North. Right. Yeah, like it's it's odd that he didn't know that they kind of know everything else. They yeah, they kind of do all the big the, all the big events they usually hear about, and it's kind of weird that that got past him somehow. But I guess they could have been en route, you know. And uh, I guess it's kind of hard to you know get that raven uh, to to find the ship on the on the water. <laughs> also, time is very convenient for itself on this show. Like there's some things that just don't line up, and you just accept. So. To try to say, well, the Raven couldn't make it there because the boats are going this far and all this. Like, even in the, the meeting of the North, when they didn't even know that they had dragons. Like, that's kind of big news. I thought that would have spread through the land like wildfire. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking everybody would have known there's dragons. Every That yeah. that word of mouth story would have would have carried everywhere. <laughs> the you dragon thought. story. Yeah. And it, Tyrion even claims to be a good judge of character in this scene. And I'm like, Really? Like, you fell in love with a prostitute that slept with your dad? <laughs> well, like, everybody can make a yeah, mistake. Yeah, that was a little extra line. <laughs> everybody can miss the mark every now and again, but I, I, I'll co-sign <laughs> that on Tyrion. I think he's a good judge of character. He's a good He's a good character. I don't know if he's a good judge character. I think he is. Of <laughs> 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 course, Melisandre says that, you know, uh, Daenerys needs to get with Jon Snow. They need to get with each other because he's the king of the North. And, the, and of course, they send a raven to Winterfell. Next scene, we have the Winterfell Archery Academy. I guess they're <laughs> ready to shoot arrows and defend the North. I was like, what is this, Robin Hood? And they're missing the target like crazy. Well, that's why they're practicing. 
story, and, man. Uh, and then John reads the, you know, they the letter from Ollie. <laughs> yeah, Ollie or Theon. The the allegedly the Greyjoys are supposed to be great archers. Well, they're not at fighting on ships. They're not great at anything oh. else <laughs> except making oh, ships. I, I, I'll give the Greyjoys props. They're good fighters, but Theon no, they're is, not. But we'll get to that later. No, they're not. <laughs> You don't think the Greyjoys are great fighters? No, I do not. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> remember when they went to go rescue uh, uh, Reek, and 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 uh, Ramsey came down there with no shirt on and and <laughs> well, that, and chased them all away single handedly. That's a special kind of crazy when a dude takes off his shirt and says, let's slap box with knives. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Uh, You're like, man, we don't want it with this dude. I, I, they're not good. Like Jamie said, they're, they got a good, they have ships, and that's pretty much it. That's They're not good at anything else. And I, They're pirates, well, man. They'll run through black sails. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. You're on ship what? Euron's ship was pretty badass. I mean, but I yeah. mean, it took all those other ships to get to that ship. Euron is a whole nother creature that, in general. <laughs> in general. So we see, you know, the FedEx Ravens reach Winterfell and they're ready to demand John Bendany to Daenerys. Do you think John's going to bend the knee? No. Um, he's not supposed to because the North, they don't bend the knee to any other uh, kings or whatever. That's the way the, sh- the show has been traditionally. But I think Jon Snow probably will. Well, they do have the one king. They call him the king that knelt during, during the Field of Fire when Aegon conquered the land. Wait, what's this now? The, the, the North had never surrendered. They had never been part of the rest of Westeros until... Danny's ancestor Aegon the Conqueror who had the three original dragons they had a big fight in the reach and it's called the field of fire and the north got there late but as soon as they saw everybody burnt in the middle of the field um, they took I a forget knee. his name he, he knelt he's a Stark the first Stark king to kneel and so they for the rest of history they don't even call him by his name they call him the king that knelt in the north. <laughs> they still call him that. The king that knelt. He's like, he's like, his name is like something Stark. They won't even say his first name. But I digress. We move on to Cersei. Good digression. Who's, who's dropping everything in her speech other than let's make Westeros great again. I mean, she's don't you don't want the Mad King's daughter to take over. She's got a bunch of brown people, foreigners, and they're going to come here and eat your kids, rape your babies, chew up everybody. Telling all kinds of lies. Yeah. Cersei, I give her props. She's got the negative ad ad campaign down. Propaganda. She's got it. Oh, yeah. I can see her bumper stickers. Vote Lannister or the Targaryens will burn you alive. That'd be good. I think she'd have some great rallies, little red hats and everything. And why is Randall Tarley there? Was that Sam's father? Yes. It was Sam's father. Yes, that was Sam's father. He's there because Jamie Jamie wants him to be his uh his general. Yeah, but he's he even said it. He swore an oath to the Tyrells. Yeah. He should be on the Tyrell side. Right. But Jamie's trying to woo him. Trying to woo him, trying to get him on their team because you know they only Wait, ha- where did that land? Did he? Was he with it or was he on the fence? 
he's kind of on the fence because he's a Tarly and they kind of got honor like the Starks. Like, we don't stab people in the back or cut throats at weddings. Like, uh-huh. so he's kind of like, you know, we do everything on the up and up. We're better than you. So, I don't know. He hasn't made a decision yet. Yeah, I don't think he has. What do you think he's going to do? I don't care. That's the problem <laughs> with that storyline. Well, look at, look at, he's the only person to ever defeat Robert in battle. So that's a big deal. A big deal. Yeah. How long ago was that? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The only, still, pers- the only person to beat Michael Jordan in a six-game series is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big deal. Big deal. Okay. He's still old enough to swing a sword, so it matters. Or and young enough, Dickon, I should say. His son, who's, who's, you know, Dickon's there, so maybe he can, you know, be a hell of a general of some type. But I'm still just tripping how the Dothraki and the Unsullied are being treated worse than a Mexican in Arizona. I mean, they're just like, we don't want these foreigners on your shores, do you? Oh, this is so terrible. And Randall Tarley was like, what are we going to do about these dragons? He seems to have heard about the dragons. Well, I don't think it's so much that they haven't heard is that you got to remember, not everybody believes. That's the thing. They've heard, like, but they don't all believe because they haven't seen it. Just like the White Walkers. A lot of people don't believe about the White Walkers either because they haven't seen them. Nobody's seen them except for a few people outside like Jon Snow and Samuel Tarly. They haven't been seen for hundreds and hundreds of years, just like dragons. So until you get that fire on your ass, you, you don't believe. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> a lot of people are like, miss me with this, you know, superstitious stuff or whatever. You know, they like, whatever. You know, this stuff ain't real. And, of course, my favorite, Kyburn, he's like... We're working on a solution for the dragons. Gargamel. <laughs> Gargamel. Gargamel is the man. Gargamel is the man. That might be the first time I ever heard that. Gargamel is the man. He's always coming up with something something crazy. But I was impressed that King Robert, I mean, he had a nice dragon exhibit below the Red Keep. Man, he had all the skulls down there. He had them nicely positioned and everything mm-hmm. where you could come down and hear, you know, it's kind of like going to the museum. Taxidermy dragons. Yeah. And Cersei's a hater, man. She's still talking about Robert bringing his hoes down there. I mean, come <laughs> on. You got a nice museum. You got to show your hoes. Get over it. Um, you was fucking your brother the whole time. And you <laughs> mad about him having some hoes. Come That's on. exactly what I was thinking. Like, talking about living in a glass house and throwing stones. <laughs> She's like, Robert never came down here unless he brought a whore down. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> like Get over it already. Election after you won it. It's like you are, yeah. yeah, you already killed him over it. Like you got you got him back. <laughs> exactly. You killed him over. You had your lover kill him. Get him drunk on the on the on the hunt. Right. <laughs> that, that for some reason that bothered the hell out of me. Did you see how big Balerion the drag the black dread skull was? You see how big he's like huge. Yeah. They say he was the biggest of all the dragons. Mm. But his head. One Aegon rode across the sea. Yes, yes, and that's the one that burnt down Harrenhal, the one that went on top of Harrenhal and burnt everybody inside of Harrenhal. He's he's the big one. They say Danny's dragon, Dragon, is kind of like his kindred spirit, but he's not that big yet. Yeah. And of course, Gargamel pulls out the harpoon. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, damn, are you going to say call me Ishmael? This is not Moby Dick. <laughs> He's going to have to make more than that one, right? He's not just going to have that one. Yeah, because remember in The Hobbit how many times it took that dude to hit yeah. Smog? 
Like, yeah, you need like three or four. Yeah, I was going to say, um, it's not enough just to have those. It's going to take a lot of skill to be able to hit those dragons with that thing. I hope they don't make it like so easy because that's not going to be an easy thing to do. Unless the dragons just don't see them and they're blindsided or something. I mean, I have no idea how they're... If they're flying in the air, I don't know how you're going to hit them. Right. That's what I'm saying. Coordinated shots. All of them firing like, you know, you'd have to coordinate and all fire at one. Coordinate. You're to get Steph Curry to shoot them damn things because that's going to be a hell of a shot. Or attach some nets or some kind of netting. Make some specialty things you can shoot off. No, they'll probably still disappear. Yeah, okay. No, you know what? This is if Tony. Fuck it. If Tony Stark jumped into fucking Game of Thrones and upgrades all their shit and changes the shit that you were watching all your life. Sorry. That'd that'd be interesting. Now, did you notice how how similar Cersei looked to Joffrey when she was behind that that harpoon? How she looked like Joffrey when he was behind his crossbow? Remember how happy he would look when he would shoot them shots off? Yeah, she looked like I think she looked like Joffrey ever since uh, the the haircut. Yeah, ever since the haircut, ever since the Mm. the six cut her hair. What if they're doing that? What if they're doing that with the hair? And even with uh, Tyrion hair, Tyrion's hair being less blonde as people were talking about. I thought that was me. Why are all? How did all of them start blonde and they're all like different hair colors now? Maybe they're. Maybe it's something, man. Maybe it's something in the hair. <laughs> the hair tells maybe, story. Maybe, maybe they're Starks. Who knows? <laughs> then we it's, make a trip yeah, back to. Still red. Yeah, Sansa's a Tully. We make it all the way back to. To, what the hell is it called? Dragonstone. And we have four women discussing war strategy, but only the little man has a plan. Like, how are all four of y'all sitting here arguing about what you're going to do, but only Tyrion has a realistic plan? You know, with all those powerful women of Westeros in that one room, that was a consensual mansplaining. Boy, all those, yeah. all the, all the feminists that gave up on this show, they probably really pissed right about now because uh, it's like fucking. Uh, feminist orgy going on right now on this show great is it really i mean i think all the women are great but i just thought that was crazy they're all standing there talking about war but did y'all none of y'all thought about this before today what's that thought about what to do with the soldiers where to go what who to attack first like yara wants to just take the dragons and burn down king's landing well i i don't think well okay yara's is, is supposed to be a soldier um, but she's ironborn, so they just want to attack. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, but like I said, we've I, I feel like they're incompetent, and they've shown their incompetence compared to a lot of the other uh, houses and stuff, whatever, throughout the series. <laughs> okay, and then you got the Sand Snakes, who or the Alaria, uh, whoever the the leader of the the, the Sand Snakes, yeah. who came into power by like you know a fucking underhanded sneak attack. So it does, yeah, backstabbing. It's not like she, you know, just a coup d'état. She took over, but I don't. She doesn't have any kind of military experience. So why would she know anything? And then you got um, the mother, Lady Atlanta, Lady Atlanta, who's never been, you know, any kind of a soldier. Whatever. She's just got a a, a great political mind. She's not general, but that's not the right. Exactly. That's not the same thing as uh, being in battle. And you see, her her advice is to like. Like fuck the men and 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 we're women and we're better and we know more. So you know she ex- talks a lot of freak, shit. Like fuck that all the too. men. 
<laughs> she talks a lot of shit like that all the time. Like, oh, my husband didn't know what the hell he was doing. Right. My son doesn't know what the hell he's doing. That's why I said she this is. She a, talks a lot of shit like that. That's what she said Tywin doesn't know what he's doing. She's, mm-hmm. she's, she's always like dissing people. Right. Well, men especially. But that's why I said this is like a, a fucking feminist love fest right now, this show. <laughs> but none of them had a plan. I'm like, no. Come up with a plan. No. But uh, Tyrion's so. plan was, you know, Ty- Tyrion's plan is send the brown people to the Westerlands where no <laughs> one will see them. And you guys uh, get some white people together and we can attack King's Landing. So the white people in King's Landing won't have a problem being overthrown by more white people. Well, the Dornish okay. are brown, kind of. Yeah, but they're, they're like, you know. They're, they're, like, they're like Spain. <laughs> they're, they're Dominican. They're Dominican brown. No, they're uh, Spain brown. Spain brown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're they're Paul Gasol brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. golden mustard brown. Yeah. <laughs> but I did agree with Lady Elena when she said people won't obey you unless they fear you. I mean, she went a little Machiavellian there, but I, you know, it's kind of true. Now, Gotta do you fear think you she was bit. weaponizing Daenerys by saying that? Well, Danny yeah. don't Danny don't have a problem flexing, you know. It's just she's Tyrion is like, don't don't burn the place down, you know. Like, yeah. let's let's have something to rule over, you know. So she don't have a problem flexing at all. Like, you know, uh, Latone was just saying earlier how she's done some some pretty horrific things. So she'll go there in a minute if she needs to. So that's not a problem. But you know, and would she really need to? I mean, couldn't she just fly over King's Landing a few times with? three or four dragons and, and, and say hey hello let's, let's land here let's have a quick conversation do well, you want me to do this or can we just you know she doesn't, i don't think you know sometimes the threat of violence is enough right I, and i think that's what they are banking on they're trying to like they want to show their muscle they want to st- strategically place all their forces so that all they have to all they can't do anything but just surrender and they don't have to kill everybody and have to burn the whole country down. They can just flex and everybody will be like, fuck it, and just bend the knee. And really all they got to get to say, screw it, is the Lannisters. They don't, the, the King's Landing, no one really has a whole lot of love for Cersei. She basically killed the Pope and everyone else <laughs> right. in one moment. Like, no one's like, oh, man, we love Cersei. Right. That's her really only strength right now is the, is the Lannister army. and Yeah. You know. As a viewer of the show, I hated the storyline of the religious taking over everything so much. It was so satisfying when she blew it up. Though. <laughs> she's I, a monster. I like that. I love that storyline. I, like I mean, that was, re- that was realistic, though. You it know, was. You get, hearts, you get hearts and minds. You can control a lot of stuff. And I liked <laughs> how it. Sh- and what I liked about it was how you know it was like you know Cersei being hoisted by her own petard. You know she she thinks that she's a lot smarter than she is. And she gave she gave the sparrows power. Right. She gave him power. Right. Yeah. And it came back to bite her in the ass literally. Like it came back right on her. You know, and she was the one who said all that emotion. And it was just hilarious to me. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, you know, I was thinking you're talking about seriously not seeing the bigger picture, but like physically, the way they have their little map scenarios set up, Cersei's like has on the floor where she's standing super high above it, just trampling on it. Whereas Daenerys's is at like waist level, so you're close to it, close up on it. I think that I don't know if that symbolically is set up like that to me. You know, that's just something I saw. I think I think that's a great great symbolism because Cersei thinks she's over everything. Yeah. She thinks like she's overlord, 
you know, Daenerys and them are just kind of standing at a strategic. What is that? Stratego? I used to love that game, man, with the little pieces. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that, that kind of standing yeah. at a table like that. I could go for a game night. They actually have a, a game of a Game of Thrones version of that game. Get game out of, of here, Thrones Stratego? Yeah, they have a Game of Thrones version of that and Monopoly, and they also have a Game of Thrones uh, trivia game and a Game of Thrones board game. And I'm gonna get the Game of Thrones board game. It's expensive though, but I'm gonna I don't get need it. A trivia game. I'll play the other ones. You're about to make me go to KB Toy and Hobby, man, and get some games, man. <laughs> oh, they got KB Toys and Hobby out there, too? Hell no. They went out of business, man. Oh. <laughs> well, they, they, they had still it, have you... here, but they used to have a smell about them. Like, I don't hmm? know, back in the day, it used to be oh. a particular smell in the Toys R Us, <laughs> and the smells changed. Right. Well, KB Toy and Hobby was in the mall. I'm Toys sorry, KB. That's what I'm talking about. KB Toy and Hobby had the smell. Yeah, that was the spot, man. Taking me back. Now I want to go to Chess King and get a shirt too. Oh man, Oak Tree. <laughs> oh my God, you're really going back now. Shirts with polka dots on them All and right. shit. But Lady Olenna <laughs> says you're a dragon. Be a dragon. Act like and one. For a bitch. moment, and for a moment, I was expecting like Taymac to come out with the glow. I was like, be a <laughs> dragon. I was like, oh man, this ain't this ain't the last dragon. My bad. But yes, be a hey, dragon. I gotta hit the rewind button. Sorry. Hmm. So. Just one last thing about that scene with Daenerys in there talking to the ladies. Earlier, mm-hmm. how Tyrion says to her, hey, you don't want to be the queen of ashes, right? And then later when she repeats it, and then Tyrion gives her that look. What would you guys think about that look? He was checking to see if she had the Mad King gene. Because <laughs> the Mad King was content being the king of ashes. He didn't give a damn. He was going to burn the whole city down. Oh, that's a quote from him. Yeah, burn it down. Burn. That's why Jamie stabbed him in the back. He was going to burn the whole damn city down. He didn't care. He'd, he'd rather be the King of Ashes than give it to Robert. Right. That's why all that wildfire was hidden under King's Landing. That's why Cersei was able to tap into it. Yep. Yep. That was the nearest daddy who put that there. So they make their plans for war, and then my man, young Obama, goes to sharpen his blade for war, but Missandre makes him say, yes, we can. She comes in there <laughs> with the little, with that look. With that look. And I got to give it to young Obama. He spit that game. He said, I have no fear, but you're my weakness. Spit that audacity of hope game. Boy, I ain't mad at you. I was like, yes. But you people attitude, though. I'm your weakness. That's what I am. She was like, yeah, what? you know, she, you know, a woman got to test you a little bit. She, gotta, so, you know, she was so ready to have an attitude. She walked in. You just going to leave and not say nothing. You gotta know how to turn that energy around. That's good energy. That's good sexual tension. I'm your weakness. Yeah. That's what I am to you. Like, See, that's the thing. She's a translator. She knew that's <laughs> one language she was saying it in, and she expressed it in a different language. She's excellent at her job. Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, she kind of asked my man, young Obama, to joust without a lance, but he said, I'm gonna show you what this mouth do. And Well, don't go so fast, you know. You gotta take it slow because this is a very intense scene. You know, she, you gotta, we gotta take into account that she bent the knee. <laughs> oh, he, he bent, bent the, the knee. knee. No, he bent, bent the knee. He bent the knee. <laughs> Not before she bent the knee. <laughs> she said, "I want to." She she said, "I want to see you." And I was she like, "Down there." You? She took it up close. Question: What is she seeing? Because has he been completely castrated, or he just been neutered? Like, okay, here we go with this again. This has been the age-long. I don't know. Question of Game of Thrones. So, 
I believe according to the book, I think according to the book, they don't have anything. I think it's, okay. it's been it's all been removed. However, I think for the the sake of the show, I think we're to believe that there is a pillar with no stones. Which, okay. which in reality is much more practical if you think about it, because they still have to have a way to eliminate waste. They have to be able to urinate, and a, a, a dude with with no penis on the battlefield or wherever out camping in the dirt and this and that and needing to take a piss, and then just the technology to to not to not have, you know, a, a, a infection. <laughs> yeah, just it's just easier to it would be easier and more practical to remove the testicles yeah. because the whole purpose of it. It's just to kill the sex drive and kill that distraction and, you know, so that they'll be focused and dedicated. And you can do that by eliminating the testicles. So it also makes it so they don't have go through puberty and and get hair and all that type of stuff. I know that from the book. So so that's that's that's, well, that's a result. I'm not sure if that's exactly why. But there's also there's more, though. There's also it is it is also possible. It is possible for a castrated man. To engage in sex, he just won't have so uh-huh. so he could just get hard. Basically, it, it, it can happen. It's not like it's not like us, like where it works. You know, pretty much whenever we want it to. It, it, it's one of those things that can be hit and miss, but it can be done. Well, the way that ass looked when she dropped that dress, I'm sure he rocked up. Because I paused it. I was, I was watching with my girl. I was, I'd give me a gulp of water. I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Oh, this is this is serious, right? Which one of them is gonna die? Because usually, after a scene like that, yeah. somebody dies. Yeah. Well, you have to think. If know. somebody, if one of them got to die, you, I put my money on Grey Worm before Miss Sandy, just because the odds are he's a soldier, so it's just more, you know, the odds would be <laughs> Vegas would have uh, odds on him, so he'd be the favorite. Wouldn't it be more tragic if she died in some weird way and he came back like ah, oh, I couldn't wait to get back to you and she's dead? Something crazy happened. Who knows? I don't know. I was just thinking <laughs> as that scene was going down. One of them's one of them's out of here sooner or later. One of them's out of here. <laughs> what if Euron kills the girl? Man, Euron, Euron's my new dude. Man, don't talk about him. We move on to the <laughs> to the Citadel, where the Archmaester won't approve anything without successful FDA trials. And Sir Jor, that's Archmaester. Man, that's Archmaester Mike, Mikey. He won't approve it. He hates everything. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> he basically tells Sir Jorah, "Go kill yourself." So that's that Trump care. Like he, did, <laughs> no compassion for my man. Like, nope, we can't work on it. We don't. You, you got here too late. I'll let you be here one more night. I mean, these, the these dudes are the these guys are learned men. They're like you know these librarian doctors. Basically, is what they are. They're part librarian, part scientist, part doctor. They do experiments and. They autopsies. They do all this. This the highly intelligent, but don't bring up a new idea around these motherfuckers because they ain't having it. <laughs> that's why. They, that's why they kick Gargamel out, right? Because they're the epitome of of ivory tower elites, or yeah. East Coast elites. Like we don't want to hear any new ideas. Nope, no new ideas. Nothing new under the sun. <laughs> Meanwhile, Mecca Mountain is wreaking havoc, and this poor shame woman is <laughs> going nuts on that. Oh yeah, who knows what? Man, I'm, I feel bad for for the Septa. We haven't seen her yet this season. Oh, she's still getting raped. <laughs> <laughs> she is. The mountain is, is just putting it to her. 
That's, that's thirsty. terrible, man. <laughs> that's terrible. What? That's what. I, that's what's going on. I ain't do it. Thirsty doing it. She the one making the mountain terrible. do it. Why y'all acting like I'm doing it? <laughs> Speaking truth to power, man. It's not cool. Exactly. <laughs> of course, the archmaster now decides to give literary lessons on style and substance to Samwell. <laughs> he has him holding more books than my last spades partner. I mean, I thought Samwell was gonna fall. Like he's holding like forty books. He's carrying books around like they go steady exactly <laughs> and did you guys catch this and i thought maybe i was wondering i couldn't wait to talk to you dino and the chronicles of the wars following robert one and he was like what you don't like the title wouldn't a better title for that be called the game of thrones <laughs> yeah <laughs> or the war of five kings so, or like, any number of things a, yeah and then sam was kind of like you need to have a little poetry well like a song and ice of fire is kind of like a song or a poem right i was like okay they're trying to they're trying to be slick right here but you know i thought that was kind of cool i thought that was clever that was really highbrow writing there uh. thank you dan and and db <laughs> thank you thank you of course we got my boy jora he's you know he's got a khaleesi infatuation he's writing another letter to her like he's in the notebook and why does he call her khaleesi that is a title not her name yeah, but that's that was like the first title that she held, and I think it, is, it has since become like a a nickname for her. A lot of a lot of the fans still call her Khaleesi too. I call her Khaleesi a lot too. She's always gonna be Khaleesi. You saw him writing his his last letter to Khaleesi when Sam comes in there, and he says, "Hey, you're not gonna die today." Not on not my watch. Die. And Sam is always starring in Westeros' dirtiest jobs. Yes, I, I think he's going to get grayscale. He he could. I mean, it's it's very contagious, and he's got to be all up in it. And they don't know nothing about gloves because you know <laughs> they ain't figured that shit out yet. Yeah. He had some gloves on, but I don't. His neck was open. I mean, he could he had gloves all, on. All, he had gloves on. I didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't. Oh, well, good. Maybe not then. But his face, all that. I mean, he could get yeah, it on his exposed. neck. How is it actually transmitted by touch? Yeah, yeah it by seems touch. Like it's touch. All, the, all that pus all everywhere. It was gross. But it was kind of cool that he said, "Jorah, you won't die today," and I knew your father because when they were at the fist of the first men, Jorah's father said to Samwell, "I command you not to die today." Remember, Sam was scared. Yeah. So he was paying it forward. So. Respect, Sam. Respect. Just just a little reminder for some of our listeners who may not remember. Uh, sometimes we forget that everybody is not. Uh, there's a thousand and one characters in this show, so it's easy to forget and lose track of who's who. Uh, Sir Jorah Mormont, his father was the Lord Commander Mormont, who was uh, John's, uh, John Snow's mentor, who took John under his wing and groomed him to be Lord Commander and who passed the torch on to John when, when he died. That's, that was Jorah's father. And that sword, yep. that sword, that, uh, uh, that Valerian steel sword that, Jor, that uh, Lord Commander Mormon gave to Jon Snow uh, was... Longclaw. Yeah, belonged to Sir Jorah's family. So that was his family heirloom, but he had kind of been disowned, so... Yeah, for selling slaves. And he was selling slaves because he wanted to buy a diamond ring for a woman he fell in love with. From the veil. Right. But that's neither here nor there. Plus the little girl that's always talking a lot of junk in the north, Liana Mormont, that's his niece. 
Yeah. That's Jorah's niece, the guy with grayscale. Yeah. Right. They're all from the same family, the Bear Islands. Talk more shit than a little bit. Yeah. So we segue from pus to pie. And um, <laughs> hot I pocket. want another pot cool. pie. I want to, you know, what? every time we see Sam this season, I'm expecting something gross. Because first it was poop to soup. Now yep. it's pus to pie. Right. So when the episode comes on this following week, I'm turning my face when I see Sam. I'll listen, but I'm not going to watch that. It's kind of making me ugh, throw myself up. And King Dino's favorite character shows <laughs> back up in the Riverlands. Hot pocket. Hot pimping pie, baby. <laughs> Why are you making my favorite character? That dude is not my Hot favorite character. Hot pimping pie. <laughs> He's giving Arya baking tips. Like, hey, you got to put the butter in the crust first. And Arya's like, oh, I didn't do that for Lord Frey's pie. He's like, you got to clarify the butter. And people don't like <laughs> doing that because that shit take too long. You know that actor, and, the guy who plays Hot Pocket, that in real life, that he opened up a bakery called... Uh, uh, you you don't know anything, John Doe. <laughs> and he's, That's smart, man. Yeah, and I he's still there. he's selling he's selling bread, dire wolves, and shit, just like the character. Oh, I bet you he's making a killing. It wasn't until this moment when you were talking about the making of the pies that I consider the fact that Arya made the fucking pies. Arya cut up the people enough to put into. She made a crust. And she cut up people enough to be in a pie and then yep. cut it up and served it to like that is fucking intense. Eric yep. Cartman and Scott Penniman with the chili is the yep. other person. <laughs> like that. Eric Cartman and Arya Stark are fucking hard asses. Yes, yes. I mean, she waited a few days, let the pies cool off. I mean, she she got the firewood to heat up the stove. I mean, she she did a lot on that revenge right there, man. Yeah, she, she had a lot of time, man. I give Arya very, very patient. But hot pimping pie is the man because <laughs> he fills Arya in on about three seasons that she missed. She's like, yeah, the uh, the mountain fucked up the uh, Viper. Uh, Jon Snow came down from Castle Black and took back Winterfell. He was like, uh, Cersei blew up the Sept, killed the Sparrow. I mean, he gave her the whole all the rundown. Ooh. All the tea, Yo, all the tea in Westeros. What if Jacken is Arya? Nah, he's not. A man is no one. No, yeah, he's no one, and she's Arya. She's Arya Stark, so he can't. Uh, who, who is a girl? Yeah, but he has to be a person if they're if he's a person. Maybe Jacken is hot pimping pie. No, Jacken is not Arya. <laughs> it's not. It's it's not. He's not. You don't think we're gonna have a twist of that magnitude on this show? Something. Joggin's not done. He, you know, the many-faced God will will get another face. I think they're done. They served their purpose. Their purpose was for to train Arya to be the the badass assassin that she has become. And now we're done with that storyline. Really, we're never going to see them again. You think? For what? There's a, there's a thousand know. and one motherfuckers on here. People got to like come and go. Everybody can't stay in the focus at all times. Like some people's storylines just die. King Dino thinks this is the final four. He thinks we're we're getting down to the last four teams. We are, and it's like we don't have enough. We don't have enough. We we don't have enough screen time for the motherfuckers that's supposed to be on the screen. It ain't time. We don't have time to be dealing with Bravosians and all this kind of shit. That's crazy. That's their job. They're, they're over with. We ain't seen Brand all last episode. 
and he's relevant. He's very relevant. Hey, they did a very quick pan quest past Brienne, okay? No, I said Bran, not Brienne. No, Brienne. and I said Brienne because the blonde chick. Yeah. We know, she's I know. an actress. She got a pan this episode. She didn't even have words. Yeah, she, she, did the, right. she got the various treatment this week. Yeah, she's not. Want, she's not. You know, she's not relevant yeah, right now. Enough. There's so many characters; they're getting shorted on time. That's the point. I'll yeah, go and I want to yeah. give Hot Pimpin' Pie props, though. He did shoot his <laughs> shot. I'm never mad at a man who shoots his <laughs> shot. He said, "Hey, you know, you're kind of pretty." Right, right. Like, it ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work, Pie. No, nah, it ain't gonna work. But you shot your shot. No. Nah. Sure. What's he gotta lose? Exactly. <laughs> so Arya, she comes out of the the end the river. They're in the Riverlands. That's the place where her mother captured Tyrion. That's yeah, that same and that same, the, yeah, that same, yeah, yeah that same, yeah, the same tavern. It's like right on the way to the King's Landing. It's like the middle point, right. and she kind of looks towards King's Landing, and then she turns around and heads north. Right, because she's, you know, Arya loves John. Arya and John are very close. Yes, John gave her needle like, before she left. Yeah. Before he left. John and Sansa were never close because Sansa treated him like crap. But John and John and Arya are very close, so she's definitely going north to see John. And I wonder when everybody gonna find out that John is the cousin instead of the brother, the bastard brother. When, when are we gonna? Well, when they gonna? When they gonna yeah, find I'm that thinking, out? Can't Brand send a Raven? He's at Castle Black. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Maybe send Sam. Something. Sam will be looking through. He'll make his way to Dragonstone if they're still all there. He'll go through a library there and find some stuff. I'm history. ready. I'm, nah, it's not in history. It was it, it was intentionally hidden. That was the whole point of it. Uh, it's, it's not yeah. recorded anywhere. Well, there will be a secret scroll <laughs> that only, only Sam could find. Only Ned knew, allegedly. Right. Only live person was Ned that knew. Right. And um, and the white cloaks that were he, defended. He took it to his death. He was planning on telling Jon Snow, but he died before he got a chance to. Yeah, he said, we'll talk about your mother next time we see each other. And right. they never saw each other again. Right. Uh, well, John finally gets the raven from Sam that Dragonstone has all that white walker kryptonite, all the dragon glass that he needs. Right. And he, and he decides, he's like, hey, I'm going. And everybody's like, no, you can't go. No, you can't go. And of course, this shit was so stupid. Sansa's standing up talking about, you're abandoning your people. Like, He's not moving. He's not taking a U-Haul truck down there. He's just going there on a mission. He's like, he, he's not abandoning anyone. Uh, he said he's going to go see the, because Davos, who usually has common sense, hey, she's got dragons. You say fire messes with the White Walkers. I think it'd be a good deal. And you need a dragon stone. Hey, let's go. Yeah, he was he was afraid to, he was, for whatever reason, he was bitching out. He wasn't afraid to straight out say that, but he was kind of in. He was kind of hinting around at that, but he wouldn't straight out say that. Sansa was only mad until he said, I'm leaving. Yes, you in charge. And then she was like, can somebody take this motherfucker to the airport? (laughs) Please, quickly, quickly, quickly. Get get him to the airport now. Get him on the first 747 (laughs) heading south. <laughs> but do you remember when John left Castle Black and they said, "Where are you going?" And he said, "I don't know. I want to go somewhere warm." I know John is kind of like, "Man, I, I could use a, a vacation out of the north. I haven't been south ever. Let me get let me get a little little heat in me before, you know, I got to go deal with the Night King again." 
This fur stinks. Exactly. <laughs> Damn rabbit pelt around my neck. Let me, get this. Let me go south for a couple of days. Uh, of course, before he leaves, he goes down to the crypts and he sees his mother, which he doesn't know is his mother, Liana. And he looks at his uncle, who he thinks is his father, Ned. And he's just, you know, trying to get his thoughts together before uh, Count Chocula slinks down into the basement with him. <laughs> Little finger. <laughs> Pull my finger. <laughs> and you know what? Littlefinger was talking to John, and the whole time you could see on his face that he was pissing him off. You know when you got your headphones in at the gym and people keep talking to you? Yeah. He kind of had that expression like, you shut the fuck up. Yeah. He even said it. You don't belong down here. <laughs> yeah, and like he didn't get that hint. Like he didn't get that, that like I'm kind of threatening you. <laughs> He's still talking like, hey. You know, Catelyn didn't like you, but I wanted to bang that. And uh, Sansa didn't like you, but I want to bang that when you leave, too. Which, of course, leads him to get choked. Again. Yeah, but in what world does a guy who's known for having a slick tongue think telling this kid that he wants to fuck his mother, <laughs> stepmother, and his sister? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what. And he's going to get away with it. I don't know what part of the game that is. But the funny thing is there's history with Littlefinger in this. Littlefinger was in love with Cat, and he challenged Cat's fiance, Brandon Stark, to a fight, and he cut off his finger, thus Littlefinger. Then Brandon was still in love with Cat, and he had Cat in his brothel in season one when Ned came there, and Ned choked that ass. Remember that? Yes. Uh, and now he's still talking to Jon Snow about how he want to bang Cat. And Sansa, and he gets choked again. Like, I don't think he's learned his lesson that Stark men don't really play that shit. <laughs> and what man plays that shit? <laughs> exactly. The Stark guys, he's used to talking to Lord Robin of the Vale. Like, the Vale, they might, they, they kind of take that. They take that. The Stark guys, they're like, no. Take that, take that, take you that, out. take that. Yeah, Puff Daddy. Puff Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, we, we move all the way to the forest. And it's a fire. And she's all alone. And I'm thinking Arya is about to become Liam Neeson in the gray because all I hear is the wolves. <laughs> and I, one more time, into the fray. But, and I know everybody kind of knew it was going to be the wolf pack without Kevin Nash or Scott Hall. But it was Nymeria. Nymeria. And the wolf pack. No, oh, that bitch. Good entrance. Yes. And she was big as hell. Oh, yeah. She's huge. She was big as hell. But she's not going back. I mean, Nymeria is a field wolf now, and you can't put a field wolf back in the house. Like, yeah, no, she's not going back. Did you guys get <laughs> no. the um, Did you get the, the little symbolism there? What they, the, the, they were doing? They were doing the parallels of Arya and Nymeria. Well, like, because yeah, remember... Yeah, they're both lone wolves. Because when Ned tried to get Arya to say, hey, I'll get you a great husband and a great castle. She's like, no, nah, that ain't me. Right, right. I don't do that shit. And then Arya was like, come back home and be my pet. And Amiria was like, bitch, please. I'm grown. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm the queen of this. I'm, I'm the queen of this pack right here. I'm running shit. Yeah. If we were about to eat your horse, just because I respect you, we're going to walk away. Right. <laughs> She's like, I can't I mean, be your pet, but I still got love for you, though. Yeah. 
Nymeria kind of looked at Arya like a dog kind of looks at you with that bored face when you don't have any snacks. <laughs> you know that face? They kind of look at you like, hmm? Mm-mm. Nah, you ain't, you ain't got no snacks. I'm just going to go ahead and walk walk over here. All right, Raggy. <laughs> but I think Nymeria might pop back up in the story. I don't think we're done seeing her. Well, speaking of which, there's just a little exposition on Nymeria and the, the wolves. There the 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 movie or the tv show just doesn't have the time to go into it but in the books in the books nymeria has her own storyline and that's her gang and she running them and they are like they're feasting off all the dead bodies from all the wars and so they're like big as fuck and they have a taste for flesh and they just they go into towns and they raid towns and stuff like 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 wildlings or something so that's what's going on especially in the riverlands yeah, so that's that, that's what's going on with Nymeria. She's cold as she's she's cold blooded. We leave that scene and it's kind of sad. I mean, almost a tear shed my eyes, and all of a sudden we're <laughs> we're on a boat, and Yara looking like Lena Dunham. She's always on the brink of getting some. I don't know why she's not sexy. No, like, I don't get why chicks are into her because she looked like all, a dude. Man. Because what? Because she looked like a dude. Okay, so she needs like a, a plaid, like a butch haircut and like maybe a plaid shirt. That's, I mean, she has the the wardrobe of of a <laughs> Westerosian uh, bull dyke. And and poor Theon, why does everybody want to make him watch them have sex? <laughs> they're like, they're like, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna watch you're gonna watch this. Well, you know, you know what? She's the sand snake. She's freaky. They freaky like that. They get down well, like you know. That. I, you know, I like me some Ilaria sand. And Ilaria, she didn't know that uh, Theon is dickless, and she was like <laughs> feeling him. She was calling him handsome and stuff. She was trying to get a menage or tar going jumping off. That's what she was trying to do. But my love for Ilaria sand, I know she has like a Dornish strap on somewhere, so she might have gave Theon some. She might have <laughs> broke him off a piece. And then Lamont's favorite characters show up, the Sand Snakes. <laughs> I like one and, of the three. And what are they in? Some hammocks? I don't even know, man. I'm gonna I tell really... Mama. I'm gonna tell Mama. And what the hell are they talking about? You, you tell your Mama. <laughs> they sound like a bunch of. They sound like a bunch of. Tell your Mama. Tell your Pop. I, I, I'd say two out of three of the Sand Snakes are kind of cute. They, yeah, they can get the yeah. They they might be cute, but they all kind of like retarded or something. They all seem like they're about <laughs> seven years old or some shit. Like, what the hell is that about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that definitely seemed like a, a John Hughes film. Like, what, what, what? I didn't even get what they were talking about, but I understand they just wanted to show their faces, you know, re, re familiarize, you know, with them. Here they are. Right. This is what they look like again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also it helps for later. Exactly. But then the best part—I mean, this episode was phenomenal because kaboom! Guess who steps in, in the, the room? Euron, Heron from the Island Isles, my man Euron, who's one of the craziest characters in the book. He pulls out all his shipmates' tongues so they can't talk or make any sound. His ship is called the Silence, so he can raid other ships. I mean, and they kind of did some of that on this episode because nobody heard his ship and when they did see it it was too late and can we talk about this who's had a better entrance in a scene better than that than when he came down off that plank yeah that's pretty dope 
I mean, my man comes down. He's just screaming at the top of his lungs like a nutcase. Yeah. With a battle axe. It was very Wu Tang. Yeah. Yeah. It was dope. <laughs> and he came in full beast mode. I'm like, I'm like, whoa, whoa, what is going on? Was that RZA? Yeah. <laughs> like I was hearing Wu Tang the whole time. <laughs> Protect your neck. <laughs> Tang Clan ain't nothing. It was the whole thing. M E T H O D man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, unless your name is Indiana Jones, a whip is not the best weapon against a war axe. No, I it's mean, not. Yeah. It's not the best weapon in a battle at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, and he was having fun with 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 Lamont's people, the Sand Snakes. He was pulling the whip and throwing her around and taking the spear and stabbing them. And R.I.P. to Nymeria and Obara. I mean, they fought the good fight, but... What's the name of the dire wolf? Nymeria? Nymeria. Both names are Nymeria, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sidebar, Nymeria is a great warrior queen from Essos who brought her people over to Dorne years ago. So it's a very popular name for women. It's like a real strong, powerful name. She, she kind of basically founded Dorne and created Sunspear with one of the Martells, the original Nymeria. So there's lots of chicks in Westeros named Nymeria. <clears throat> it's a name you name your daughter if you want her to be like a badass or something. Okay. A boss bitch. Exactly. So my man, Euron, strangles Nymeria with her whip, and he stabs Obara with the spear, so he basically takes their weapons and uses it against them. And I'm thinking the whole time, damn, Cersei picked the right pitcher for game one. They won this game. <laughs> I mean, man, he this a no-hitter. <laughs> no-hitter. I mean, the Ironborn, they're on the ship punching chicks in the face like it's a Chris Brown party. I'm like, damn, they have no remorse. They're definitely raiders. They're like, you know, you don't love them, but they're not great kings or anything. But they're definitely, if you catch them on the seas, you're losing. Yeah, okay. I'll give him that. That's about it, though. Catch him on the seas. You're losing. Straight up loss. Yeah, mostly just because they got the, the numbers. They got so many ships. They just overwhelm you. Well, that is an art, man. That's a Navy, man. That's an art. Like, you also, know, not. Where were the Unsullied going, and how are they getting there? You, you didn't hear Tyrion's plan? They're going to Casterly Rock. How are they getting yeah. there? With the boats they already had? I guess they're going to march. They got horses. The 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 Dothrakis are great horse people, so they don't want to get on no more boats. So I'm just supposed to presume they brought all those horses with them. They were. The horses were on those ships. And right. yeah, th- that's the whole thing with the Dothraki. They don't like to get on ships because horses don't like the damn ships. Yeah. Plus, that's hey. like that's like uh you know when when you uh they when they put the the tanks on aircraft carriers or whatever. That's a tool for war. You know, you can't <laughs> yeah. leave your horse. So I, That's like your tank. And what what they were doing was they were going to Dorne to get to Dornish troops. Remember, the Yara and Theon were taking their ships to Dorne and the Reach to get the armies and bring them back to Dragon. So they didn't have anybody on their ships, so, I mean, minimal people or something. Yeah, because they were going to get the armies from Dorne. And so, the is that, so is this to say that all of those ships are destroyed? That, that they're fucked. Right. Their ships are gone. Gone. <laughs> those ships are gone. gone. And oh no, man, my boy Reek, Reek Mill. I mean, he <laughs> showed back up. 
Theon is getting that PTSD like a black Christian. I mean, it's hitting him. He's bugging out. Like he tried to be tough, but well, he was he was he was fighting. He was doing well, actually. He was he was handling his, but he was pretty much faced. You know what though? Everybody is giving Reek a hard time, and I give him a hard time sometimes too. But in this particular situation. He really didn't have much of a choice. It's like, okay, he could have charged him, and then that would definitely, he definitely would have just killed his sister and probably killed him too, you know, or he could have just stood there and let him kill her, kill her. or he could have just jumped in the water, you know, he who jumps and swims away lives to fight another day. There's a part of me that doesn't think Euron wants to kill his niece or nephew. She he just kind of wants, I don't think he wants to kill him. I think, I think he think does. Like, I think he I don't does. Think so. Let me finish. He realizes that they're the kids of his brother. He don't have no love for his brother. But he's like, hey, y'all are my family. Realize that I'm the big dog. I'm the alpha dog. Y'all roll with me. I'm going to get y'all right. Because he could have killed Yara right there. He didn't kill her. Yeah, he, he didn't. Killed her. He didn't. Not yet. He hasn't. Yeah. But, yeah. But I, I think he's kind of trying to test Theon. Like, if Theon would have rushed him, he probably have knocked him down. and be like, good try, little little nephew you know but hey <laughs> you ain't ready yet <laughs> i gotta say yet. as bad as they're building up euron to be um when it came down to the moment of you know of do or die theon had a choice of f- fight or flight right right which means oh, that as bad too. as euron is as bad as euron is though theon had more of a choice which means the police the police aren't what huh? sting and who else the police aren't what the, Lamont, you're having a stroke. He gave Theon a choice, whereas the police don't give the black people a choice. Oh, no. With that. Yeah. And I mean, I haven't seen someone abandon ship like Theon since Kyrie demanded to be traded last week. I mean, he, <laughs> I mean, he jumped overboard like he was after the heart of the ocean. I thought, this is the Titanic? <laughs> Somebody said he jumped for help. From who? Aquaman? Who the hell is going to help? <laughs> no, he going to be that third live. sand sister. No, they're hanging from the bow. Well, I was okay. Three. Euron and Euron's going to get props next week because he's going to walk into King's Landing with Alaria Sand, and he's going to be like, "Cersei, I need that ass right now." Yeah, I he, told you I was coming back with a gift. I want that ass. He ain't getting no ass. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't getting no ass. He's cocky enough though. He's got the swagger. He's like, "Yo, I said I'm coming back with with a gift." So you know, what's up? So I think, but I wonder what's going to happen because Alaria Sand, I believe, is alive. Yara's alive, and so is Tyene Sand. He didn't kill those three. But do you think and he Gendry... has Alaria? He took Alaria. Oh, but definitely. The other, the, the other sister, I don't know what. They're all captured. They're all captured. Captured and why or is dead. It that Alaria can't fight. Like every, all her daughters fight for. Her. She should be able to. I mean, damn, Oba, you know. Oberyn didn't show her a couple moves. I mean, come on, man. All his moves were about fucking. <laughs> he was nice with that spear, but rest in peace, uh, the viper. He was nice with it. She was. Now I'm thinking she only maybe Gendry will come by and save Reek because he's wandering the sea somewhere on a boat. Yeah, he's still rowing. Wow, that'd be, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great. He's like, man, let's go see hot pie and get some bread, man. Let me do shit. Hot pockets, and that is it. For, episodes, for season seven, episode two, Dino. Yes, sir. Your 
your kill of the week is. Well, you know what? This week, uh, I, I think this season is going to be pretty bad for uh, kills of the week because they seem to be, you know, instead of us having multiple deaths throughout the, the, the episode, we just get one big battle and everybody dies or one big massacre or whatever. So okay. uh, the kill of the week is, I don't know, I'm... To me, when you got a big battle like that, it's kind of hard to pick one that stands out. They're all the, you know, I just, you know, whatever. They, they're, they're all the kill of the week, as far as I'm concerned. So uh, let, let's go. Let's go. The more interest. Let's go with the quote of the week. Well, let's, can I give my kill of the week? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. To, give your, to, give your to, gray, to Gray Worm, Young Obama for killing that ass. Oh, you see, you always, you, <laughs> you always, you always, you use the the metaphorical kill of the week. That's. <laughs> Shakespeare said to die to die come on man what about you Lamont you have a kill of the week kill of the week I mean it's there's so few I'm just going to the Emiriano Barra okay. only cause you know if we're setting up Euron to be the big badass then you know at least there it was you know just a bu- not a bunch of nobodies it's somebody you kind of knew Okay. So that was right. yeah. we'll go with those he All didn't right. have to kill Nymeria she was kind of cute man he could have killed Obara and kept I, I didn't like that, man. I didn't like Fuck that. all them bitches. All right. So, <laughs> so, okay. What do we got for the quote of the week? Uh, Lamont, what you got? Um, oh, I want to see you, please. Huh? <laughs> Sunday. Oh, oh yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. That was nice. <laughs> I didn't like that one. What? Uh, I we, like we that. Got, we all got different fantasies. Yeah, she, she just wanted to the, see. She just being nosy. He wanted to see what is under his towel, whatever. But anyway, okay. Tone, what's what's your uh, quote of the week? Lord Latone, mine is: We don't stab people in the back or cut throats at weddings. I thought that was pretty cold. That was that was nice. Like, that was nice. Like, he's like, yeah, we don't we don't do that that BS like y'all, man. My quote of the week comes from uh first time for me, Lord Varys. Uh uh actually Tone, you mentioned it earlier where you said uh Incompetence. Incompetence should not be uh rewarded with blind loyalty. I like that. I was like, Yeah. Man up, Varys. Yeah, that was that was <laughs> I mean and the, the reason that was a great quote is because he said it he was brave in saying it. Right. <laughs> you know, because right. uh, you know, Grey Worm would take your head off quick, and uh. you know she's only a whistle away. From Shit, Drawdown. he even said that's what he he was like. Well, you know, you can have Grey Worm chop off my head, you can feed me to your dragons, but you know, the real is that I don't get down like that. I'm not gonna just follow you just to follow you. I'm only gonna follow you if you about my people. You ain't about my people, then I'm about to be about the next one. And <laughs> and Khaleesi was like, word. <laughs> yeah, she, I think she was impressed. Like this. Oh, this she was. was you know? She was because she's learned. She's like from for what what she saw as disloyalty. She saw as some actually it wasn't disloyalty. It was fierce loyalty, but to the subjects versus the rulers. To you the know, realm. To, to the, the realm. realm. Right. For the good of the realm, which is what he's always said from the beginning. He's all about the realm. All right. So, so that, what? So what do you think we expect for next week? Predictions. Predictions? Gosh, a whole bunch of shit. I don't know. <laughs> Every, everybody's so excited about Daenerys and John finally meeting. 
I'm not never... even going to hold my breath. What if they put that off a week? I mean, they probably won't, but <laughs> See, what if? I mean, I, that to me would mean more if he knew that they were fucking related. Or she knew. If somebody knew, but nobody knows. So it's not going to mean as much. But, like, if she found knew that that was her uh, cousin, nephew. Wait, what is he? Nephew? Oh, uh, yeah. Nephew. He's her nephew. Nephew. He's her nephew. Um, Like, yeah, he doesn't even know that's his aunt, you know? But uh, I, I would be more excited about it if, if they knew that piece of information. And I'd be glad when Brand does something besides get drug all over the place. <laughs> well, at least he's at Castle Black where the guys can pick him up. I'm like, damn, can a nigga get a vision or something? He ain't even had a vision in like a season and a half. Can a, can a nigga get a vision? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> For real, like, come on! Oh man, I don't know, but yeah, yeah. I think it'd be interesting. I'm, I'm interested to see if John makes it to Dragonstone, and if he finally gets to meet one of the dragons. That's kind of what I'm yeah. looking forward to. And I and I know Arya is going to make it to Winterfell. Yeah, she's going to supersonic. Right, she's going to see Sansa course. and just me, just miss John. And she's going to be pissed about that, right? Because you're like, bitch, I ain't come here to see you. Yeah, I don't really <laughs> like that. I, right? Like, I can't even see can't. John. <laughs> and that, man, but you know what? Arya being around Sansa might not be the greatest thing for Littlefinger. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm waiting to see all that. And I want to see what happens with Jorah. If 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 Jorah comes out on top. Yeah, now that you mention it, it is about time that Littlefinger's luck runs out. I mean, it's just too many people who got love for Sansa back in the picture that just, like, it just doesn't make no sense for him to still be alive, really. I mean, I guess the fact that he <laughs> just now saved the day, um, that's buying him some, some time. But if he gets the slightest bit out of pocket, it's off with your head, little finger. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Sansa cuts for him anymore after Ramsey, after the Ramsey wedding. I think she's she's looking for one little thing to send Brienne after that ass. Remember when he met her in Molestown and she said, what, tell me why I shouldn't have Brienne kill you right now. Right. Right. So. Exactly. There you go. But I know he's going to try to make his move now that John is gone. You know, he is. Oh, probably. And that might, that might be what gets him killed. Especially if, <laughs> especially if, if Arya's back, then you'll have Arya there looking out for her. You got Brienne there. Who's who already wants to kill him. You know, <laughs> and not to mention she's the, the the queen of the north now. I mean, you know, she could throw a rock and hit somebody that cut off his head. True, true, yeah. true. Uh, well, that's next yeah. week. All right, so Sir Lamont, thank you for yeah. joining us again, man. It was good having you back. It's 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 been a while. It's been a long while. Too long too long it's always it's always great to have Braun around <laughs> hey i do want to say i'm doing um shit i don't know what's my tool on let me look at my twitter can i say what my twitter is of course yeah, yes. i was just gonna say go uh, ahead and give yourself a plug yeah we always do that what the hell am i talking about anyway it's um <laughs> i'm trying okay it's at ls rules right i'm after okay because after the season episode one i wanted to like hear the talk but the podcast didn't come out until like Tuesday or whatever. And you coming up on Wednesday. You should do this day earlier. Anyway, 
I was like, I wanted uh, no, to hear stuff. No, no, so. we came out on Tuesday. We didn't come out on we Wednesday. We did Tuesday. All right. Yeah, last season we came out on Wednesday. What's today? Today is Tuesday. So you're saying this comes out on Tuesday? Yes. <laughs> he posted in a few minutes. Well, check him out at LS Rules on Twitter, on Facebook, and we'll link him everywhere else you see the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. there he is. Yeah. And uh, no, I want to hear an immediate, immediate reaction to the episode. So I recorded it right after the episode on Sunday, and I put it up Sunday night. So just follow, if you want to hear like an immediate thing, uh, check my. Sh- I don't know. I don't know how many times, but it was fun last time, and I got a good reaction. So it's on uh, LS Rules. I just don't the link in in it's long. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank Ooh, you. Check that out. Thank you, Sir Dyslexia. Hey, <laughs> 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 huh? you, you can you you can find my man Lord Latone on Twitter at Latone Heart. Yep, Black Planet AOL. I'm all over the place. And that's Netscape. hard. That's not that's not hard like Kevin Hart H A R T. That's H E A R T. Yes, it is. Yeah. For Sir Lamont and Lord Latone. Thank you for having me. I am King in the West, King Dino Red. We'll see you next week. Holla at your boy. Bend the knee. Network.